0: com
1: the revolution
2: this, this this show is brought to you by Safety FM
0: Get the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh It doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, is that not the truth, my babies? Anyways, today's Thursday, December the 10th of 2020, day 345 of the year, and only three weeks. 21 days left before the end of the 2020 shit show is over with. Anyways, you are listening to the Rated R Safety Show. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Anyways, so yes, yes, yes. Hopefully the last few hours have been quite fantastic for you. You've had some grand good times over the last little bit. So there you go. Some fantastic things hopefully going on in your neck of the woods as we are hanging out here. First thing in the... A of M A, if you want to look at it in that fashion. Here, coming to you from the studio. Anyway, so a lot of things already happening, circulating inside of the world today. If you've been up for a while, you've probably already seen some things change, and that's always kind of fun as we do talk about the several different things that go on inside of the world. So let's talk about some other things going on real quick. Let's talk about top of the top of the headlines here. If we if we go. And we'd start talking about the trending and all that kind of fun stuff. So let's talk about some trends. This one will probably have some video related to it because that's kind of how that goes from time to time. So I will tell you, a two-year-old Noah from Atlanta, Georgia, was looking to get some peace and quiet when he took himself down to the basement and set up a cupboard inside of his snack area. Yeah, I did say snack area. So let me kind of show you some things that, uh, our good old friend had set up here and let's take it from that fashion. Listen or take a view, whichever is easier. And of course it seems like there's no audio to this bad boy. Is there no audio? I thought that there was hold on. What is going on? So this one has no sound. What is going on here? Anyway, so the fun part is apparently they dropped the sound on this thing uh hold on let's let's get back into the mix over here and take a listen to what we have going on and see how that's going to be set up. Maybe I should do it from a different fashion anyway so the kid let's just I'll just give you the highlight because apparently I'm not going to sit here and try to figure out too much of the sound thing uh so the kid sat in, set up his own coverage, his own little player for him to be able to watch tv in the peace and the tranquility of the cupboard isn't that fun if you take a look at it from that fashion so i don't i I just think it's hilarious that this little kid decided that hey he was he was down with uh doing uh doing these different things well there you go nice little ad placement at the same time too uh but he got tired and bored of i guess hanging around the parents and said hey it's time to call it a day and decided to hang out Inside of his little cupboard in the basement, but anyway, it's good for him. That's what happens live radio, my friends. I should be freak. Hold on, let me let me freak out. Let me freak out on the video stream. Oh my god, the sound did not play. Hey, life happens, we just kind of move forward with it. Uh, so anyway, so let me kind of give you a little bit more information on things going on inside of the world because I always think that these things are pretty important, pretty interesting as we start talking about them. So, for sure. We are about to drop you into the news, so let's get into that. But let me tell you this real quick before we get moving and grooving inside of that whole thing. If you're new to the show, the show goes similar to this. We talk about the news, then we talk about the world of news, and then we talk about what's going on inside of the news. So you get to hear a little bit about that. But we actually bring some professional broadcasters in, let them have a conversation with you, and then we kind of go from there and cover a whole array of other stuff going on. So take a listen as we do move forward to our friends at Feature Story News.
1: From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. UK Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab says never say never about Sunday being a final deadline for a Brexit trade deal. Sunday was set as the new deadline for decisions to be made after a meeting in Brussels between European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen and British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Both sides say significant differences remain in their attempt to reach an agreement before the Brexit transition period expires at the end of the year. However, negotiations continue. Political editor of the Financial Times, George Parker, says if Boris Johnson can't reach a deal, he believes he'll be back at the negotiating table next year. It's
3: from a worse position, and this thing will just dog his entire premiership. Um, so, although lots of people say it's you know, maybe in his political interest to go out without a deal, I'm not entirely sure about that. If you wanted to look at it in a more positive light, talks haven't broken down. We've given the negotiators yet another deadline to try and figure out a way through. So the fact that they've created space for four more days of talks suggests that there was at least something in that meeting. Over three hours that gave them hope that something could still be salvaged from these talks.
1: Germany's surpassed 20,000 deaths from COVID-19 as Europe's biggest economy struggles with a resurgence of the virus. Trent Murray reports from Berlin. 24,000 new infections in the past 24 hours. It's the highest daily total seen during the pandemic and breaks the previous record which was set back on November 20th. The news will be difficult to understand for many Germans, with the country already under partial lockdown for almost six weeks. Those measures were introduced by state leaders to try and slow the resurgence of the virus, but instead the numbers continue to climb. There's a growing expectation now that harsher measures may be on the way, including closing shops, moving school students to digital-only lessons and introducing the more widespread use of nighttime curfews in COVID hotspots. Trent Murray, Berlin. Japanese authorities say the country broken a new record of daily coronavirus cases with the country's healthcare system threatening to buckle under the weight of a third wave. Grace Lee reports from Tokyo.
0: With 2,700 new cases on Wednesday, Japan is seeing its biggest surge in infections since the pandemic began. Medical teams from the self-defense forces have begun assisting frontline workers in the country's north, where cluster infections have been exacerbating the healthcare system. The head of the government's expert panel is warning that some
3: areas are in a dire situation, but has stopped short of recommending a second nationwide state of emergency. Officials are, instead, asking residents to reconsider traveling for the holidays, as larger cities like Tokyo and Osaka continue to see high infection rates. Grace Lee, Tokyo.
1: Nana Akufo-Addo has been re-elected as president of Ghana after Monday's elections. Opposition candidate John Mahama has not yet conceded defeat. President-elect Akufo-Addo has to tackle high unemployment and boost the economy after the coronavirus pandemic. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN.
3: This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R safety show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying.
0: He is trying to be entertaining.
3: Rated R Safety Show.
0: Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. So, good morning, Sheldon Primus. It is okay. Life will go on, dear John. Life will be okay. So, here you go. Back to back, just for you, Mr. Primus. I thought you didn't do Twitch. Number one. Number two, Morning Sunshine. Yes, I've already received, let's see, let's see, let's take a look. Uh, One, two, three, four, five. I got your five texts. I got your five texts already. We're all good. We're all in the mix. Anyway, so a lot of things going on inside of the world of the news. As you can already tell in regards of what is exactly going on, craziness 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 and that is for sure inside of the world of ours of exactly what is going on here so i always love listening to the people from feature story news because they seem to give us a lot of information on the things that are going around and about and all that kind of fun stuff so i think that that's always important so let's get moving and grooving and talking about the things that are going on inside of the world of the shit list because i always think that these things are important
3: safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show
0: on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about it real quick. Google has unveiled the top trending searches of 2020 for news re- related searches. The top five were election results, coronavirus, stimulus checks, unemployment in Iran. The top five people search were Joe Biden, Kim Jong-un, Kamala Harris, Jacob Blake, and Ryan Newman. The top five names associated with with loss were Kobe Bryant, Naya Rivera, Chadwick Bosman, George Floyd, and RBG. For movie-related searches, the top searches were Parasite, 1917, Black Panther, Harley Quinn's Bird of Prey, and Little Women. The top searches for TV shows were Tiger King, Cobra Kai, Ozark, Umbrella Academy, and the Queen's Gamut. Look at Netflix actually owning that little slot there. That's that's what I, what I what's going on there. That is what's going on. What's going on? Not Twitch. I meant TikTok. I'm a mess. What? I shouldn't actually be showing up on TikTok if that's what you're talking about. Oh, or unless you're talking about me showing that video. You, you remember the conversation that you and I had, Mr. Primus, just in case he's inside of the box if you're not watching. I don't do TikTok videos. Now, I do not record TikTok videos. I don't even watch TikTok videos. That video was sent by submission in regards of what was going on in portions of the trends. So that's how it made it on to there. And as you could hear, there was really not much going on inside of there. So that's what would happen. So that's why it was going on there. Uh, most of the times if somebody does send me a TikTok video, I normally don't watch them. I don't normally get them. I get a lot of weird stuff inside of the email. Yeah, that does happen. Uh, And there's just certain things that I don't watch. And I know you like to send TikTok videos. You also like to send some other kind of personal videos, which I'm not sure you should be sending.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at
0: Safety
3: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Anyways,
0: let's continue talking. After a modest gain on the prior day, stocks sold off on Wednesday with the Dow dipping about 105 points, the Nasdaq plunging about 243, and the S&P 500 sliding about 29 points. It was the sharpest fall of the Nasdaq composite since October the 30th. Technology companies traded lower after the FTC sued Facebook, yeah, over antitrust law. Facebook closed at a 1.9% lower. DoorDash Inc. surged, 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 surged. In the in the stock market debut, adding more than 85 percent to the IPO price of one hundred and two dollars to close at one hundred and eighty nine dollars and fifty one cents. So, as you can tell, everybody wants a delivery to their house of some method of food. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on inside of that portion Of the planet. So there you go. A lot of interesting things there. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other stuff. Those with significant allergic reactions are not being, are not, hold on. Allergic reactions are being warned not to get the Pfizer's new Corona vaccine after two people who were among the first to get the vaccine in the UK needed treatment for an uh And that's a day reaction. The medicines and healthcare product regulators agency MHRA immediately issued precautionary advice against the vaccination to anyone with a history of significant allergic reaction to medicine, food, or vaccines. Well, holy crap. How many people did that knock out? Like seriously. So this is going to be the thing. And we kind of knew this. We kind of knew that this would be part of the conversation. That some people were going to wig in regards of how they were going to do that starting off. Because how is that going to work? I mean, like legitimately, how is that going to work for some people? I mean, look at it from that particular fashion. What is going to happen when it comes to this whole nine yards of the vaccination? Some people are going to be extremely hesitant about doing anything starting off. We kind of already know that, you know, that as well as how together of being able to move forward with a lot of this stuff. And maybe that's the thing that we need to start talking about for sure. Because I think that that's going to be portion of the conversation that we'll need to have. And I don't think I'm crazy by mentioning that. I mean, maybe some people might think that I am, but look at it from that fashion. How is that going to work all together? I mean, are people going to be feeling comfortable enough with that? Are they going to feel comfortable enough if something does tend to, to go wrong? And maybe that's the conversation there on how we need to look at some of this. I don't know. Maybe it's just crazy me thinking about that out loud. I don't, I'm being, hold on. What is going on here? Seems like we're getting some kind of hot mess with some sound here. Looks like what we're looking at here inside of the box fun stuff, fun stuff, fun stuff. That's for sure. As we do take a look here around and about and all that kind of fun stuff as well. Boom, baby, boom. So anyways, let's keep you going here on the radio station side. That's for sure. Looks like we're having some issues with the actual audio when it comes to the actual, let's see, the actual portion that's related to how we actually broadcast. So that's something going on for sure. So take a a listen there if you are interested. If you're not, that's cool as well. Because those things do tend to happen. So I don't know. Maybe we'll just take a look and continue down the path of the radio station and all that kind of fun stuff. Because these things are what happens inside of the world in real time. That's for sure. So let's go back. So not sure. Not sure exactly what's going on, but anyways, this is the kind of the world that we live in. So we'll continue going on inside of what the other sections are talking about. So let's not be, let's not hide here for a second. Let's kind of continue down. A Staten Island doctor admitted that he's been using office as a pill mill and soliciting sexual favors from young patients in exchange for opioids prescriptions. Joseph Santiamo, 65, ran his internal medicine generic care practice from 2012 to 2018 while sliding while narcotic prescriptions no, no legitimate purpose in exchange of cash, according to New Jersey federal complaint. Santiamos also cooped for, our coached for for the charges. He is free on a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bond. He is scheduled to be sentenced in April the twelfth of twenty twenty one, and faces up to twenty years in prison and one million dollars in fines. So there you go. That is what is exactly going on inside of the world of the news. I mean, I just don't get it, and I don't get a lot of things. So let's just kind of be realistic. You're requesting sexual favors for pills like really i mean i i don't know it's, i guess it gets kind of weird but i mean at least he confessed to it but he is scheduled to be sentenced on april the 20th of 2021 and he faces up to 20 years in prison and a one million dollar fine so a lot of a lot of weird a lot of world of the weird there what is up nathan how are you this morning we almost need to make a segment, Nathan. I'm not, and I'm not joking here. Nathan's actually coming in the box via LinkedIn. We need to make a segment where we get some of your videos onto this thing and first thing in the morning. I mean, you do some, emo- so you do some emotionally impactful videos with what you have to say. We need to pop you into, into the box or something. Maybe, it, maybe it's the minute with Nathan first thing in the morning. Hey, you never know; it could work out. Anyway, so let's continue talking a little bit more about what is going on inside of inside of the world. The Planters mascot is turning 50. As many of you recalled, the brand killed him off ahead of the Super Bowl, only to bring him back as a baby and then reinvent, rein, re-in reinvent. Uh, let's see. Reinvent him 20, as a 21-year-old, and then in 11 months since then, he has aged 50 years. The legume Bartholomew Richard Fitzgerald Smith or simply Bart. timed to return to report Planter's new holiday merchandise line. Fans of the tasty peanuts can now purchase ugly Christmas sweaters, ornaments, and other peanuts. Worth noting inside of the Twitterverse seems to be okay with the new mascot as many sent out nice to meet you, Bart, tweets following the unveiling. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on inside of there. I don't know. Are you a big planters peanuts kind of person? Do you like the, you know, do you like having um, peanuts? Oh, so many dirty things come to mind right away um, when I talk about those peanuts things because throughout the years, it's been a love hate relationship with planters and that's for sure. Um, Nothing against the brand, just some... (laughs) Not some of the most savory things on the planet. So there you go. Uh, Sheldon's yelling no already in the box. I, may, he, I don't. I don't know what he's yelling no about. I, I don't know. Let's let's continue. I'm so emotional. Oops, what did she
2: just say? We at Safety
3: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, so here you go. Here's what Russia's doing. So let's see what happens in your neck of the woods. Russian officials are advising people to stay sober for at least two months after receiving the COVID vaccine. Yeah, I did say sober. Russian Deputy Prime Minister... Tatiana Golifica, Golifica heeded the warning during the interview with Taz News Agency, saying that if you want to stay healthy and have a strong immune system, don't drink alcohol. <laughs> uh, worth noting, Russia is the fourth largest consumer of alcohol per person in the world. Oh, let's not throw a blanket statement for the rest of that thing. Adi- additionally, officials claim that the Spunky Dick v vaccine is over 90 percent effective but new reports show that the medical workers who have received the shot have come down with covid president vladimir putin has reportedly refused to take it so there you go so when you take a listen to this and you hear okay putin has refused to take it some people have come down with covid do you think that he has refused to take it because he doesn't want to stop drinking
2: you are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show.
0: Okay, so let's talk about it. 80 of the na- of the nation's county saw a tra- more than, uh, saw a travel ban last year. Last year, that's wrong. They must mean this year. Nations County, oh, God, saw A solid travel ban last year, according to Bloomberg. Safegraph, a cell phone location data company, revealed that 22% of Americans were not in their residence on Thanksgiving Day. The company also noted that one in eight people traveled at least 30 miles. The increased travel did not correspond with the increase in flights. However, in fact, the number of people flying dropped about 60% from 2019 Turkey holiday, according to TSA figures. So hold on. How could the the news story say that it was last year and then say that it was based off of 2019? There was no travel ban in 2019. I guess they're talking about corresponding for what's going on here. Who the hell vetted this thing? Anyways, let's talk about some other things going on inside of the news. Uh, As we talk about that, matter of fact, let's kind of do the backtracking here for a second. What do you think there? Like, what is the aspect that you take a look at and you go, Hmm. This actually works because of X, Y, and Z. This is how we're seeing some of the cases down, And some people did not travel, so that did help. But then some people did, and it did not help. So how do you look at it? Just a question, of course. That's the way to look at some of these things. Anyways, a British homeowner made an unusual discovery in his backyard after decades of living in the home and having nothing else to do in the UK lockdown. Mr. Patel decided that he wanted to see what was hidden under the mysterious manhole covered in his backyard. After removing the cover, Patel discovered a five to ten foot air raid shelter. He told the Telegraph that the shelter is likely dates back to World War II. As for the plans to do the do the un, oh, hold on the underground hideout, Patel says that he and his wife are going to turn it into a bar. Well, that's cool. I, I have to tell you, that's different. Hey, um do you want to come and meet me in my backyard? Yeah. We just need to go down the manhole. I don't know how that conversation is going to go. It's going to sound a little, um, sticky, icky, icky. If you know what I'm saying, we are now
3: video streaming the rated R safety show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show.
0: Okay, residents of section of Bell, West Virginia were told to shelter in place on Tuesday night after a chemical incident occurred at a local plant. According to Reuters, the explosion occurred on, or excuse me, the explosion occurred at Kimmeras Company around 10 p.m. Everyone within a two mile radius of the plant was asked to shelter in place while the situation was evacuated around 3 a.m. The order was lifted for first responder who worked to contain the fire while at the the time the state was uh, stated that was under control no word on what caused the explosion so this goes on and continues into the conversation that we have every once in a while about that lovely 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 thing that we talk about that we are discussing known as the hazard matrix the reason behind it is that we talk about it is because so how do you prepare for something like this? Like you don't know that that's going to be the case. Thank you, Sheldon, for the lovely for the lovely news about my shirt. I'm glad that you're enjoying it with the background. For some reason, I woke up today and I said I'm not going to wear black. There you go. Yeah, I know this is kind of weird when that doesn't when that happens, but it does happen from time to time. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so we have to talk about this and go. How do we plan for these things? Because at 10 o'clock at night and 3 o'clock in the morning, some people probably didn't even know that this was going hard. Unless they had some something similar to, like, they have tornado alarms and all that kind of fun stuff where they kind of blast those from time to time. That could be something. Anyways, YouTube announced on Wednesday that it will start removing misleading content regarding the results of the presidential election. This includes claims of the outcome was rigged. Hold on. The outcome was rigged. YouTube shared a blog post in which the company noted that safe harbor deadline for the election of the date which was stated the level changes are supposed to have been resolved. They also pointed out that there was enough states that certified the results to confirm that Joe Biden and the Electoral College victor is the Electoral College victor. Since September, the company says they have been terminating over 8000 channels and thousands of harmful and misleading election related videos that violated their existing policies worth asking how many, not my president and anti-Trump videos were, were removed from the last four years or are they still remaining active on the, on the actual website? And of course that's just a question because I know that I have sat here and had the conversations about terms and conditions that a lot of these organizations put. And it's kind of one of those weird spots as we look at it, because the weird thing about it is the following. You are agreeing to be on their service and they're allowing you access to their service. And let's be realistic. Most of these services are free to an extent because you don't, we are not reading our terms and terms of service agreement. And a lot of people say, well, this is giving away your rights to freedom of speech. Make your own platform, not being a jerk, make your own platform. I'm being serious. If you don't like what is going on, make your own platform. I say this from the standpoint that it is a lot easier to go out and about because I know a lot of people have been saying we're leaving where we're currently on and we're going to parlor. I haven't been on parlor, I'll, I'll be honest. But I'm assuming, and it's an assumption, of course, because I haven't looked into it, parlor must have some kinds of terms of service that they actually talk about as well. So that might be something to think about as you move forward, regardless of what you want to do. And let's be realistic. There are a lot of YouTube channels. And we could sit back for a moment and talk about InfoWars, and that could probably stir up some stuff right away, where InfoWars got removed. Are you asking me what Parlor is? (laughs) I think think that's what he's asking. Um, Someone could actually mention InfoWars. And Alex Jones and a lot of his stuff getting removed. And it was interesting because one of the last shows that Joe Rogan did before he left YouTube. Or right before the election, I should probably say. They had Alex Jones on there. And I guess that there was such a level of curiosity of what he was saying. Meaning Alex Jones on the Joe Rogan show or the Joe Rogan experience where Joe Rogan was almost getting him to stop for they could almost vet every single thing that he was saying for it wouldn't get pulled down. And I don't know. I look, at the, I look at these things and I go, it's very interesting because you agree to an extent on being on their service. Like, let's be realistic. What we do here, if it did not meet the terms of service with some of the companies that we're associated to, we would get pulled. Like, I will tell you, using this as a hypothetical, of course. If we actually had someone show up naked, we would get pulled off of every streaming platform that we're on, with the exception of our own. And I'm just referencing that for you to know, because that is part of the terms of service. Of course, we're talking about speech, which makes it slightly different. But even the people that I have contracts with Where we actually put a lot of our video content or even our radio streaming stuff, which is a lot of it's built out. We still have agreements on how the licensing works, just the kind of way that it goes. Anyways, let me get off that soapbox and let's move on.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at
0: Safety FM
3: don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
3: Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety
0: FM. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So I have to tell you, I've been kind of looking around inside of this glorious world of ours and really been excited about seeing some things that are going on. But I said, hey, we need to talk about this because it's pretty cool. And then it's kind of scary all at the same time, too. So we have been recently seeing a lot of people receiving awards, end of the year awards, for being these great individuals that have brought together the different things going on inside of the world of safety and inside of the world of just all together. And, you know, on how they have actually helped move forward what we actually do in our work environment. And there are being known and recognized as great safety professionals for what they have brought into the world of safety, the world of social media, and so on. So congratulations to them on them being able to pull that off. Now the pause. And let me give you the reason for the pause. Recently, I have been contacted not by one company, not by two company, but by several companies about being given an award. Very cool stuff. Very exciting times. Here's the deal. So let's talk about how the deal works. You can get this award, be blasted through all of social media be blasted across the the multiverse of different things. But there's a catch. You have to pay for the award. And I'm not talking about the physical award that they're handing you. I'm telling you that you have to pay for the actual award, the whole thing. For getting the award. It's a pay to play. Is essentially what we probably should just say what it is. And it's, mind-boggling to me that this is a thing, that you're going around telling people that you received an award because you were nominated and won when at the end of the day you were paying for obtaining this award. Why would you want to do that? And I'm not saying all the award ceremonies are like that, but some of the ones that are being popularized on the LinkedIn's of the world and the Facebook's of the world and the social media's of the world. That is what exactly is happening. And of course the people are standing there saying on how great that they are doing. Now there is a kicker to this as well. Let's just use this as a hypothetical. I could actually contact that company, pay for an award. We'll use the example of Nathan Bennett that's inside of the box And have him nominated and pay for his award where he might never know that that was the occurrence. Or, 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 or if you're contacted and you're saying that you're not willing to pay that amount of money for the award, they will actually contact people for you to sum up as a nomination um, and have them pay it for you. Isn't that interesting? And the funny part is the more you look at it, all you have to do is this amount, this amount right here of a Google search, of a Google search, and to find out exactly how to obtain it. Not that hard, not that hard to do at all. But then of course I was having a conversation yesterday before I decided that I was going to get onto this this montoir of information with someone, and I referenced this. And he said, it's not that different than advertising. And I'm like, I don't get it. How is it not different than advertising? It's not like on an advertisement, you're turning around and saying you won X award. And he stopped me for a moment, and he said the following thing. And he referenced, how many times do you see an ad that references... We are the number one, blah, 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 in all of the United States. Who gave them that award? No one normally, the advertising agency did. And I don't know if he was trying to tell me this for justification purposes or what exactly he was trying to do, but I have to tell you. It's just mind boggling to me that these people that we take a look at and that we actually have a lot of respect for, they would go out and do something along these lines or maybe not even know it all. You know, it's kind of funny that some people would go as far as saying that their safety is fuck, but they're really just buying awards. That kind of sucks.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety
3: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk.
3: You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. I'm a trial lawyer.
0: Register today for the virtual 2021 HOP Summit on January the 12th through the 14th, 2021. Experts, thought leaders, and safety and health professionals with significant experience deploying HOP. Principles to practice. Go to... H-O-P dot O-R-C-H-S-E dot com. That's H-O-P dot O-R-C-H-S-E dot com to register and explore the greater than 40 hours of content in nine different tracks that consist of HOP deployment and case studies, HOP integration and tools, H-R-O resilience engineering, labor management perspective, leadership engagement, organizational learning hop journey all hop journey early hop journey mature hashtag hop summit 2021 is presented by orchse an nsc workplace safety group in cooperation with numerous sponsors and organizations for more information please visit H-O-P dot, dot com and watch for more information on social media and don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. You say you're tired of the old. You say you're ready for the new. I bring you the The revolution. revolution. The revolution is here. Safety FM Plus, available December 1st, 2020. Find out more at safetyfmplus.com. okay take control of your own life our friends oh there we go seven carlson and easton there you go enjoy it rated r safety show you know broadcasting live from the safety fm studios you know that's what we do here anyway so let me talk about this because i briefly referenced it yesterday because i think it's kind of funny as i do talk about it um we right now have a pretty big contest going on with Safety FM Plus at the at this particular moment. We are giving a lifetime subscription away to the platform. So if you go right now to safetyfm.com forward slash contest, we are giving away to one lucky winner access to Safety FM Plus for life. You know, it's like the NWO thing. It's for life. So for life, if you end up winning the contest, now the contest will end not tomorrow Friday, but next Friday before we start going into full-blown holiday season. But we want to make sure that we have that readily available. So we will be drawing one lucky winner directly onto this show to have the lifetime access to Safety FM+. Plus. And what are we talking about lifetime access? It's either your lifetime or the lifetime of, the, of this thing we're actually running. So there you go. If you're interested in entering, like I said, go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest. And once again, I will tell you, I messed up yesterday and referenced this even before I told the people on the exclusive list. So there you go. Uh, There were some people that were not happy about it. The other thing is if you do enter the contest, it tells you that it's going to email you. You have to. You have to, if you want to enter 100% in, you have to enter the contest and then acknowledge that you received the email. We just want to make sure that we are not getting any kind of bots inside of there. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on inside from that neck of the woods. Anyways, George Takei may not have been uh, been raking in the science uh, the science officer board of. The USS Enterprise, with the Star Trek helmsman is still the firm believer that medical science. He recently confirms his strong support for the vaccinations that are going on for COVID nineteen, and that he will be he will be willing to be one of the first to take the COVID vaccine to make the and to make its way into the public if he's allowed to do so. While encouraging the resistance from the anti vaccination groups along the way, on Twitter, um, George Takei said. Or excuse me, he wrote because he really didn't say anything. If you are a Star Trek fan, but you refuse to get vaccinated, then you are not living the ideals of Star Trek. Science, logic, compassion required to us to do all our part. So there you go. Don't know if you're a Trekkie, not a Trekkie, want to be a Trekkie, was a Trekkie, uh, should call your mama. I don't know. uh, Whatever, you know, the Trek life. I'm not sure if you're living that, but something to think about if it's important to you
2: you are listening to a radio god what? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety
0: FM. Anyways, calling your phone into question. Here we go. Maybe the fact that I walk around the ph- with my face glued to my smartphone isn't such a bad thing. A study has found that actually our worries about how much using the phones are doing more harm than our actual use to them. British researchers study about 150 smartphones users and said that they found no evidence that the smartphone use is related to poor mental health. Although many participants reported that feeling extra stress after realizing that they had spent more than intended time on their phone. It was determined that the smartphone use isn't accurate predictor of mental health issues like anxiety or stress and depression. Carpal tunnel syndrome, maybe. Well, there you got us there. Did they also say anything about mental health for those who are still having crippling addiction to Angry Bird? And good, because I hate to stop going to the bathroom, you know, if you can't have the phone with you. Just in case, you know, this actual new study was actually supported by Samsung.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at
3: Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, climate change, the highest point of the earth just got higher. Mount Everest is 29,000 31 feet above sea level according to surveys recently presented this week that is two feet taller than the altitude previously recognized by the government of nepal the new measurement is a culmination of a multi-year project and definitely a measure of the legendary mountain this was the first serious survey of everest in 16 years and has been closely followed by the geographical community Particularly scientists analyzing how a devastating 7.8 magnitude earthquake is in 2015 affected the region. If there are only three countries in the world that don't use a metric system, why do they give the height in, in feet about Mount Everest? <laughs> um, I didn't know that there was such a thing as a geographic community, but that but I'm sure they rock. Think about it that way. Wait. That's geology. And then there has to be it. Here we go. Here we go. We finally reach the peak of Everest. So hold on. I want you to envision this for a second. Imagine that you actually did climb Mount Everest. And now you found out that the damn thing's two feet taller. So you didn't go to the peak of what it is now. You went to the peak of what it once was. Do you go back and do it again? I don't know. I'm just asking a question.
2: More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R.
0: Safety Show. So I have a question. Are you a tea or a coffee person? Tea or coffee? Here's how to make the perfect cup of tea. A perfect cup of tea, according to scientist Dr. Stewart, first use a mug of tea, none of the styrofoam stuff if you know what I'm saying because it absorbs the flavor but if you have a choice use the orange or red mug psychology or psychologically hot drinks taste sweeter in an orange or red cup use good quality water Um, filter it if it's necessary loose leaf tea gives more flavor than the tea bags (laughs) let it brew for about five minutes not two and as most people do add a little bit of milk after I tried it it still tastes like tea (laughs) <laughs> a study by addiction researchers have revealed that coffee fools people into yearning for it though the same modes of addiction as drugs the study by a germany university in jenna asked participants to divide the picture between those that found a pleasant or unpleasant and include the comparisons between coffee and other drinks as well as non beverages related picks such as a skull in a puppy, researchers assumed that someone who, dr- who drinks a lot of coffee would, sm- would smash the like button as quickly as they as they could to be agreeable with the images. But that they found that those who drink uh, relatively high levels of coffee, at least three cups a day, not like coffee, are a little more than those who drink low levels of coffee or no coffee. The bottom line is caffeine shares crucial properties with drugs when it comes to like versus need. Maybe they were just all shaking.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety
3: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: What's so funny about teabags over there, Mr. Primus? Are you a teabag kind of guy? Or are you more of a tea leaf kind of guy? You know, up to you, of course. Anyways, let's continue talking. Did you know Barack, o- Barack and Michelle Obama reported producing a comedy series for Netflix based on the chaotic transition of the power when Donald Trump became president in 2016? The show titled The G Word with Adam Conover. Is a collaboration between Comedian and the former first couple of higher ground production based on Michael Lewis's book, The Fifth Risk. The book covers chaos and mismanagement that occurred in the Department of Agriculture, Commerce, Energy during the handoff between the administrations. This news story does come exclusively from Vanity Fair, just so you know. Um, So anyways, let's continue talking about what's exactly going on inside of the world of the news. And let's jump around a little bit more. Anyways, let's talk about the swamp. We did talk about this slightly ago, so let's talk a little bit about it again. Facebook has gotten too big and powerful for the taste of the Federal Trade Commission, which filed a lawsuit on Wednesday to break up the tech giant beyond the namesake social media site. Facebook also owns Image sharing app, Instagram, texting platform, WhatsApp, which which regulators identified as an entities that should be sold off at their own organizations. The FTC did approve the purchases of Instagram in 2012 for a billion dollars. And WhatsApp, are you ready for this? WhatsApp sold for $22 billion. $22 billion. So there you go. Uh, So what do you think is going to happen here? And I'm asking you because I wanted to know. Here's the thing. Here's the gimmick. Here's the gimmick, my friends. If they do sell off, do you think that'll be one of these things where they still have ownership of the company or they'll buy or they'll make another company to have part of it? Just something to think about, of course. Anyways, going in a little bit further into the swamp. Remember, remember, I just share the things that do show that do show up. Hunter Biden issued a statement on Wednesday announcing that that his taxes were under investigation by the federal prosecutors in Delaware. But, and this is important, it's the first he's heard about it. I learned yesterday for the first time that the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware advised my legal counsel also yesterday that they are investigating my tax affairs, the statement said. He also added in confidence that that investigation will show everything on the up and up. But wait, there's more. CNN reports investig- investigators have been examining multiple financial, financials, including whether Hunter Biden and his associates violated tax and money laundering laws in business dealings in foreign countries, principally in China, according to two people briefed on the probe. So there you go. CNN adds that the probe began in 2018, but was put on pause Ahead of the election due to Justice Department guidelines prohibiting over actions that could affect the elections. So there you go. That is all coming from the world of you-know-who CNN. So there you go. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit more. No winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $276 million jackpot or $211.8 million cash payout. Good luck if you're into playing that kind of stuff. Because I think that that's important if you like playing it. Anyway, so let's continue, 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 continue. Uh, Let's talk about it because, you know, we like to mention her from time to time. Johnny Depp is heading to to the UK court and appeals in in a bid to overturn the high court verdict from last month. Per his application of the court, Depp will continue the battle to squash all the allegations made by his ex-wife, Amber Turd, the original case centered on Story Published on the Sun, which referred to Depp as a wife-beater. The case, in conclusion, cost him the, his job from the Fantastic Beast franchise. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on there. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's turn... The tequila brand, which will debut in March, is making record-breaking sales according to Shaken News Daily. The brand is on track to sell 300,000 liter cases by March 2021 and is also projected to ship about 400,000 cases around the world. The Rock took to Instagram to thank all those involved in making the tequila a success. How the hell do you get a successful tequila before it even comes out? I know how. You definitely know what The Rock is cooking.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at
0: Safety FM don't always
3: agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the world real quick, real quick. Here we go. Back on this day in nineteen sixty-seven, Otis Redding and his band die in a plane crash over Lake Monona. Monona, just outside of Madison, several weather was severe weather was blamed for the accident, though the exact cause of the crash was not determined. The wreckage and the bodies were found the exact day. So that happened back in nineteen sixty-seven. If you want to hear about some of the birthdays that are going on today, let's talk about those. Joe Burrow turns 24, Josh Favela turns 30. Nick Martin turns 38. Summer Phoenix turns 42. Summer Phoenix, wow. Um, Bobby Flay turns 56. Kenneth Bur- um, Kenneth turns 60, and Gloria Loring turns 74. Yeah. Days, back from the days of our life. Yeah, that show. Remember that show? Yeah, that show. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit more, more and more about what's going on inside of the world of the BS segment. And let's talk about that here today. Matter of fact, before I give you big yes, let me give you some whack facts. Here's some more wacky facts because I think we need these every day now. The human brain would be more, would be able to perform 38 quadrants. That's 38,000 trillions operations per second if they were a computer. Dolphins not only have the names of each other, but they also can call on each other specifically. Mice can fit through the hole of the size of a ballpoint pen. Our sense of taste and smell are reduced by fifty to twenty percent during a flight. That's why airplane food tastes uh, doesn't taste so great. Now I think the food is just crap, anyways. You can't sneeze in your sleep because your brain shuts down the reflex. I didn't know that. Did you know that? The man said that the the man have said that the longest beard in the world, the hold on, the man to have had the longest beard in the world died in 1567 after tripping over it while running from a fire. And that is no joke. That is serious business there. Anyways, let's talk about some crap that's going on inside of the world of BS because that's how it goes around here. NASA's Kepler mission announced the discovery of its first rocky Explode planet. Besides being the smallest planet found outside of the solar system, science says, scientists have said that it's like the Earth and even has more families of annoying Armenian re- reality stars. What? Rapper Bubba Sparks opened up recently about his 80-pound weight loss and gave some diet tips. Not sure about you, but I, I, for one, am sick of tired of these edgy rap artists influencing our children with exercise, diet, health tips. Who's with me? In an interview, Ryan Gosling said that after watching the movie Rambo, he bought a knife to school and started throwing it at people. That's nothing. You should have seen the seen what Lindsay Lohan did after watching Basic Instinct. Dolly Parton revealed that she that she really looks like without a wig. There was no survivors. NFL Hall of Famer Dick Buckus just turned 78. In related news, the last statement has won the award for the most unintentional eighth grade boy humor ever.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We
0: at Safety
3: FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Anyways, let's talk real quick about the days of the year that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined to do so. So taking it from the top, Dewey Decibel System Day. Festival of Souls, or Festivals for the Souls of the Dead Whales Day, Human Rights Day, National Logger Day, and Nobel Prize Day. So there you go, all days that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined to do so. Anyways, during this time of the year, it's always a little bit rough for people, and this year has been extremely difficult for most. Anyways, I want to tell you about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are struggling from any signs of depression, or Suicidal Thoughts, you can call them at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK. They're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can call them at any point if you are running through any kind of struggles. If you don't want to do the phone call, you can go to their website at SuicidePreventionLifeline.org. That is SuicidePreventionLifeline.org to find out more information. They also have a chat box inside of there where you can actually do the chat box going back and forth if you're so inclined to do so. Anyways, let's continue talking a little bit more about what's going on inside of the world. If you need a random joke for today, ever notice that the speed walkers look like kids who've been told not to run around the pool? If you need something to start off a phone call with today, try this one. Which is the absolute, absolute earworm tune of the year? The one that got stuck in your head and you couldn't get rid of it. Blinding lights? Yummy? Nobody but you? If you need something from out the water cooler to talk about today, try this one. Just 27% of us will give a Christmas gift to this person, whom? Our boss. So there you go. That's 27% of people will actually do that this year. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated-R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM. Of course, home of real safety talk. We couldn't do what we do without you. The most important part of this whole sequence is you, the listener. Anyways, thank you for calming out, hanging out, taking a listen to what we we have going on. If you're interested in doing some other things and listening to us throughout the day, you can go to the website, safetyfm.com, listen directly there off the streamer, or we have our apps available at the very top of the website, where you can download them and play them across whatever device you want talking mostly like smartphones and tablets here. Um, Just for that particular sake, also the mobile website's always available. That's safetyfm.live. We'll definitely give you the mobile platform or you can download the app if you so desire to do so. Anyways, interesting times going out there. Good to see some new shows coming out inside of the realm of the world of safety. I guess when you really don't have a lot of things of safety to say, always good to bring an attorney because attorneys always have good things to say and talk about as they do move around and talk about those different things. Glad to see some new podcast channels (laughs) channels anyway so it's tough to think about as we do move forward let me leave you with this thought for today if i can leave you with anything the difference between impossible and possible lies in the person's determination so if you think it's possible you can make it happen if you don't think it's possible it'll never happen for you try it and look at it in that fashion anyways you are the best part of safety fm i know who you are you know who i am love you mean it bye Da.